So I keep referencing this interview that was done with me last night by a member of media, and you'll see much more on it either uh, tomorrow or Saturday, probably probably on Saturday, and it'll be online as well, and I'll tweet it, I promise, and Facebook it and stuff. Anyway, it was um, a much deeper conversation. I thought they were only going to yak with me for a couple of minutes, and they got onto a whole bunch of subjects, and as the case in all media interviews, who knows what they'll distill it down to. So some of what was uh, talked about naturally won't be in the interview. But one of the questions that he asked that I, I woke up with uh, this morning as one of the most important questions is he asked me whether I thought Winnipeg was a better place today than the Winnipeg I found 17 years ago. And I just said, of course it is. And then I started, you know, offering the, the laundry list of, of why. And at the very, very top of the list was the Jets, the return of the Jets and the MTS Center and the entrepreneurship of of Mark Chipman. And Mark, I know that I'm speaking in behalf of everyone in this community and many other communities outside Winnipeg who so are a part of this dream. So many Winnipeggers uh, who no longer live here, uh, expats like like I'm going to be in a, a little while. So proud of what you and your crew accomplished. Well, that's very kind of you, Charles. Um, you know, I I don't I don't know what to say to be honest with you. I, I still uh, I think I'm um, every now and again really taken back by the uh, the response. You know, it, um, it it's been the the only way I can describe it is humbling. You know, I like we. We did it for, you know, I think for the right reasons, but I, I know none of us ever expected to have the response or get the response that, uh, uh, that, we, that, that we've experienced. I mean, we always thought it would, you know, it, it would be a welcome event, but, um, and as you know, I, it was around clo- very closely associated with the attempt to keep the team, and so I had a pretty good sense of, the importance of the the team and the brand to our community, but I underestimated uh, for sure the extent of the uh, sort of outpouring uh, that resulted when when the team came back. Mark, I've said from time to time about uh, special events and special things, special icons, that you don't have to be a Christian to love a resurrection. All of us love a comeback. And when the Jets came back, Winnipeg came back, and so it's much more, as much as you love hockey and I love hockey and hockey is our, our national religion, our national secular religion, as it were, it's about so much more than a hockey club to the people in this community. Yeah, it is. And, and I, you know, I might, um, I might disagree to a certain extent, Charles, that I don't think that the city came back when the team came back. I think the city was well on its way in fact had had come back and had uh rebounded remarkably um you know from what happened uh you know and the the team leaving in the 90s was sort of a uh, sort of a, a uh an exclamation point for what had i think occurred in our city leading up to that point in time and and i think the team coming back uh in 2011 was the same thing it was sort of a an exclamation point of what had occurred in the community since the team left in the mid nineties. I think our community really, uh, rallied and, uh, it did so long ago. And if they hadn't, 
um, and created the conditions for the team to come back. It wouldn't have. So I really just think that you know it was uh, it was it was kind of just a, a point along the continuum that said we are back, and it just made people feel good about the fact that you know we had had not just rolled up the sidewalks in the 90s and and uh, and. You know, I, a friend of mine, uh, Sandy Riley, lo- a long time ago, said something, and it really resonated with me. He said, like, Winnipeg's a collective act of will. If you go back through the history of our community, you know, we're here because of the will of the people who live here and uh, have overcome all kinds of challenges and harsh geography, et cetera, et cetera. And we just keep finding a way to to not just survive but to thrive. And um, so I think that... You know, I agree with you that, that that coming, you know, that the Jets coming back was uh, was, you know, sort of uh, made that point. But I think the conditions for it were laid well in advance of us bringing the NHL back to Winnipeg. Mark, I had uh, Steve Laderanti on earlier. He's an executive with uh, with Twitter, and he was alluding to something that he gave a great deal of promo to. He heard uh, the, the piece I did called uh, Thoughts About Jan Gameshi, which really was about thoughts of my father. And uh, it, it was what Steve called and, and, and let people around the world know over and over again that this was what he called a career-defining uh, monologue. And I thought to myself, just thinking out loud as I always do, that if my career will be defined by my love for my father, uh, I'm really good with that. So, Mark, would you mind, if I'm over the line, just to put the stop sign up, we're friends, but uh, would you mind Would you mind talking to, to me a little bit? I, I've talked a great deal about Mike Adler on this show, my hero. Would you mind telling us a little bit about uh, the man that uh, I got to spend a little time with a, a number of years ago, without whom Mark Chipman and the return of the Jets isn't possible. Would you mind chatting with me a little bit about about Bob Chipman? Yeah, I'd, I'd be happy to. I mean, he, uh, you know, uh, I think those people who know him or knew him uh, um, uh, would say that you know he was uh, he he um, he was a lot of things, but he was an extremely uh, devout Winnipegger. He. Um, you know, it was his home, and uh, he, he was born, and he, he was actually, he raised his first 12 years of his life in Kenora, but he spent, the you know, most of his life in Winnipeg and just had a uh, uh, a deep, deep passion for uh, the community. He, you know, he came from extremely humble beginnings, and uh, he was that, you know, quintessential self-made guy, and, uh, and, uh, and he was a, you know, so he was everything to me. He was a phenomenal father and uh, uh, a great example in that respect. And he was uh, he was really a very uh, skilled businessman that uh, uh, knew how to take uh, measured risks and uh, and then threw himself into everything he did. So, I mean, I was you know I I'm blessed beyond my understanding, Charles. I. Uh, I scratch my head about it all the time, as you know. But much of it has to do with, you know, the example that he was as a father and as a as a boss. And uh, I can tell you that, you know, without his example, and uh, if he hadn't convinced me to move back to Winnipeg, gosh, almost uh, 30 years ago, I, I, you know, I wouldn't have been 
ever been given the opportunity to uh, get involved in in the great game of hockey and, and be a part of what we're doing right now. He didn't take no for an answer. He was persistent. He persevered. He believed in himself. And Mark, I know this for a fact. He believed in you. Yeah, you know, it's it's his, it's uh, I, I I I think you're right. Like he, uh, uh, gosh, it's 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 hard to put into words. You know, um, how what that meant to me. Like he, that was always that was always very uh, obvious. He had a he had a he believed in my brothers and in my sister. He 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 uh, he just showed an unwavering belief in us and. Uh, you know that that made things easy. It really did. When things got bumpy, and they did, you know, we had lots of struggle when we were trying to build the building, and there were lots of struggles along the way. And and uh, in terms of um, you know uh, moving up to the NHL, he just he was one of those guys who was just a constant. You know, he just he just like uh, wouldn't hear of any uh, you know any doubt or or uh, he just he. He was kind of that lighthouse, you know. Like he, he was, no matter what, uh, how stormy it was, he was. You, you, you could find him, and he was. Uh, he was there, you know, uh, at the most challenging times, and and so, uh, I think you know, if, for anybody to succeed at anything, um, you people got to believe in you, right? You gotta. It's it's just a uh, an essential ingredient in in move moving forward in any aspect of life, and uh, so I was really really blessed to have. Uh, guy like my dad who was uh who provided that uh that encouragement for me he valued you know people talk about family values he valued his family uh, he valued his team he valued his crew and he has passed that on to you you've got that bob chipman gene anyone who has worked with for alongside true north entertainment says that about you mike chipman i know that you want to say a few things about um my departing for from from Winnipeg, and I want to give you an opportunity, like everyone else, to to say what you you wish to. Well, uh, first of all, I got to tell you, I was really surprised, Charles, when I heard the news. I was late hearing it, I think, and uh, uh, and so I'm deeply saddened. I, you know, I think uh, um, you and I have enjoyed a, a real uh, strong uh, relationship since, gosh, for for many many years now, and. Uh, just always really admired uh, your uh, your perspective and your honesty, and uh, it's going to be it's really going to be missed. Uh, I could go on, but I think uh, I think what comes to mind most of all is is your just lay it on the line honesty, and that is uh, uh, it's becoming more and more rare, and uh, you know the ability to call a question and and um, and uh, and get to the heart of the matter uh, in a real intelligent, respectful way uh, is going to be uh, missed uh, from the, the the dialogue in our community. 